Okay. If you can hear me, will you let me know? I want to make sure. Okay, good. All right, everyone, welcome to the Savage Hearts Mastermind. Um, I've got lots of details and information to share with you today about what we're going to be doing in this time together. <laughs> this container has been morphing and shifting and coming into like structure for me um, since I set the intention around this energy and it's been it's been elusive let's just say that so I want to really talk about I, I really want to dig into like the context and you know how I ended up here um, how I ended up like in this journey with this concept over the past you know since the beginning of the year truly um, and I want to share like my story around it and focus on that for, for today. Um, and just be really like transparent about how this shows up for me, because the truth is, is that this, this kind of template or this learning portal that I've been in with this has been um, just one of the most, one of the most expansive and also kind of not difficult, but like really looking at myself, <laughs> really forcing me to look at myself, but in, in a really beautiful way. And I want to share with, with you all, even if you didn't catch the live, because some people aren't even in this group yet. Um, and, and talk about, you know, how we're going to take this journey together. Yeah, I know you hear that. Um, I'm so happy you're here. Um, I'm so happy to to kind of um, co-learn with you in this space because I feel that we're, you know, all the women in here are so resonant um, in the same kind of vulnerability that this type of work requires. And the ability to be vulnerable and honest as a leader and the ability ability to be vulnerable, even, you know, as a teacher and say, Hey, yeah, like, you know, I'm constantly learning about myself too. I'm constantly spanning. And my desire for you is, is the same as is my desire for myself. And my desire for myself is also to be able to hold space and, and expand constantly. Right. And we can do both. We can do this. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So let's get down to the details first. Um, Savage Hearts Mastermind is going to be a six-week container. Um, it's going to be two months total, and we're not going to officially start um, until next week because I'd like to get maybe five more people in here, and I've done absolutely zero marketing and very little conversation um, about what this, what this is. So that's the first thing. Um, the way that the schedule is going to go is that I'm going to do two lives a week. Okay. So Monday and Wednesday, um, for three weeks and then one week off. All right. So starting next week, we'll do Monday and Wednesday, then the week after Monday and Wednesday, all at 11 AM PST. Again, like always the, you can catch up on any live that you miss, um, share your experiences in the group, so on and so forth. So it should be very low, um, like stress level when it comes to keeping up and catching up. Um, 
Then the third week, which is like the week off, really will be spent kind of assimilating or integrating the energy that we have or the energy or the concepts that we've been going through prior um, to, to switching over to the, the next month, okay? Um, I have been working on a structure for how I teach. And um, I want to talk about what this, what this means for me. I want to talk about what this means for me because this has a really, really big um, truth in my system about how I deliver information and also a truth in my system about what I'm not willing to give myself permission to be and do. Okay. So I like delivering live programs. I've always actually delivered live programs. I've never, ever successfully, and when I say successfully, I mean like really filled any program that I have taught in the past two and a half years that's been pre-recorded. The part in me that feels most frustrated by this and what I really don't like, okay, I'm going to say like because Clearly, if I was giving myself permission to, um, to be me and do me the right way or the way that I like, um, it wouldn't be a problem, but I'm not, I'm not allowing that. What I don't like is the fact that I do all of this work and then I build out these digital products after the live program is over and having flowed through the live program by um, setting an intention, having a context for my for, for the work. Like I understand what the container is. I understand what I'm teaching in essence. And I understand the results that I want people to have afterwards. Um, what I don't understand when I step into relationship with information that's going to come out is how it's going to come out. I don't understand exactly how it's going to come out. Um, and what I do is I tune in daily or even just the night before, a couple hours before, um, I tune into the overall like um, essence of it. And then I know what I'm going to talk about. And then I get on these lives with outlines and, and concepts, but I just deliver what I deliver. And it always comes around, like it always comes full circle. Um, I'm always amazed at how accurate the delivery is. Oftentimes I'll look back at an outline um, that I kind of put together when I understood the context of what I wanted to teach and everything that I wanted to deliver was somehow delivered during the process, but there's very little um, in, not intention, but like structural awareness of that, of me delivering that moment to moment. So it's kind of like, I hurry up and create it or not hurry up. Like it's, it's there. I recognize it. There's an energy to it. I know I want to deliver it. Um, and then I've, I've seen the vision in a lot of different forms, then I, I backpedal, I walk through it, 
So as I'm walking through the information, I'm learning day to day, moment to moment, what it means, what it feels like, what it, what the information is in me, right? I'm, I'm, then I'm journeying with it. I'm walking with it. And as, as I'm doing that, every time I show up, it becomes more clear and more clear and more clear. And, and so I really see this. And I talk about this a lot in my programs as like entering a field, entering a portal, entering, like standing in a field of creation. And until I stand in it, until I'm walking through it, I don't, I don't know what it tastes like. I don't know exactly what it sounds like. I don't know what it, um, what it has to tell me, but I do know. Okay. So I, I do that. And every time I do that, it has a completely different structure. The, you know, the, the titles of the lives are, are elusive. The, <laughs> what gets delivered is elusive. And then at the end of it all, I have to try to make order of this living thing. And then I have to ask myself, what am I going to do with this now? What do I do with this now? As a business owner, I should be selling this. I should have figured it out first, right? I should have known exactly what it was going to look like first and what the modules were going to look like and what the homework was going to look like. And I should have, I should have done it like a really, in a really structural way so that then later I could put it on a flash sale, I could give people 30% off and, you know, build a funnel and lead people to it and have it go gangbusters. And yet here I am, here I have created, I've been doing this for two and a half years and every time it's exactly the fucking same. I never know what to do with these living things. Right. And I just, I really need to like fix this in me. This is my process. Okay. But here's the thing. What always happens is that after I've been through these programs, um, there are many of them that no longer feel relevant to me because I feel like the information is old and it's old because I've already integrated it. I've already moved through it. Then there are some programs like powered protection, you know, pole position, certain things about the money programs. Like there's concepts that feel very timeless in my experience, because there are things that have created um, the structure of the information that I'm here to deliver. So let's get to the permission part. The, the amount of frustration that I feel trying to create this structure around a flowing thing, a living field of information that I'm, I'm traveling with, um, feels it, it has this like such a stuck energy in me when I try to create something out of it that there's so much frustration. Yet, I do know that there is a structure out there that is going to make it work for me and give myself the permission for me to say, Hey, I just run live programs and 
audience, they might never come around again. <laughs> if you don't catch them live, you might never catch them. Um, I haven't been willing to give myself that permission because I, I, I have this thing in me where it's like, I've just done too much work. This would be a waste. It would be a waste for me to do this. It would be irresponsible for me to do this as a business owner. Um, it would be uh, a waste of money and resources, you know? It's not the right way to do things. This is not how other people do things. You should be capitalizing on the time that you invested, right, in this. So, you know, this is the thing about wild desire, okay? And this is where I've, so this is where I've edit, ended up in understanding around my work. And I'm really it's very, very difficult for me to give myself this permission. I'm even in this moment, as I'm saying it, it's very difficult. I, there's part of me that doesn't like, even though I'm saying it out loud and I'm like presenting to you that I'm going to do it. There's part of me that's like, it's, that's still stupid. <laughs> You're just crazy. Okay. But this is what I mean, wild desire, unbridled desire, okay? It's very difficult to give yourself full permission to be as wild as you want to be. And we butt up against this constantly in all aspects of, of our lives. And this is the intention that I have for for this program, right? So I wanted to just talk about like how, how I ended up here. Um, I had this realization probably around the beginning of the year that I, like anything in my life that had these toxic behaviors or these personas that were playing out in me um, were, had been created from, from versions of myself that were not willing to give me permission to be me. And I don't think I was aware in the beginning of how many different areas of my life that would play out. Like I didn't think about it in business. I didn't think about it in, um, in um, expression. I just thought about it in like my own sense of internal happiness. But what was living inside of me was this, this like, these remaining layers of victimhood that were just still would come up and it would come up in, in, in desire. And that's how I knew it was there because I had desire to do things or I had a desire to feel a certain way, or I had a desire to create something. And I felt like I couldn't, and it wasn't my fault, right? Like it was, something that was being done to me instead of something that I had permission to create in myself, right? And that had to do with cash for me, with sexuality for me, with desire around relationship and connection. It had to do with um, permission 
to be mean, to be nasty, to judge people, to um, be emotionless, right? So it had to do with all of these, these things that people were accusing me of being that were unsavory aspects of, of myself. And the problem with that is that especially when you've grown up in a religious environment, or if you have then switched that into um, like self-led spirituality, is that the undertone is kind of the same because we have an understanding that maintaining a high vibrational state is important for our growth. We know that, and it's true, it's not a lie, (laughs) but what is that? What actually is that? High vibrational state is not false positivity. It's not taking the high road all the time. Although people get this very confused, there's a nuance to this, right? Um, It's not being silent when you want to express something, if that's you. The the truth is that it's different for each and every one of us because we have a unique template of shame and we have a unique template of lack of permission and self-judgment that is active inside all of us. And we can do so much work as leaders and spiritual seekers. We can have done so much work But I promise you, like when you get to this place and this space that I'm talking about, it's, it's just a, an entirely different conversation. And so I want to connect this into why does this, why does this matter? What does this have to do with um, me investing my money and time in what I'm presenting to like, why should you invest your money and time into what I'm going to be journeying with you during this time together? What does it get you? <laughs> what it gets you is it, it, it's like, if you don't have a very clean and powerful relationship to desire in you that is not distorted, that is not created from persona, that is not, that has like no more um, agreement with fear, no more agreement with shame, no more agreement with holding back. If, If you don't have that, then you don't get to create at the speed and the level that you want. You know, it is, it is a little bit aligned. It is a little bit like that spiritual buzzword alignment, but it's like, it's like the most wild alignment. Like there, it, it takes all of the, it, it takes all of the pause out of your system. It takes all the energetic and sort of
It's like there's a pause in us that we're either bracing ourselves to or from what we're attempting to connect to. And that pause is where you are not allowing yourself to fully be you without any fucks left. And what is so interesting to me is that on what I've realized and experienced is that on the other side of those no more fucks given (laughs) for anything that's going to get in my way, that's going to try to um, shame me, that's going to try to tell me who I am, that's going to attempt to um, make me feel that anything is wrong. On the other side of all those no fucks, And what we might think of as just, you know, reckless savagery, on the other side of that is the most profound, heart-expanding, like, orgasmic, sensual, incredible state of love that you could ever dream to connect to. And I say this because I can feel the energy of it. Like I can taste the crackle and I know that I'm, I'm barely just touching it. I'm barely, barely touching it. And that's what I know. So what I want to share is like the essence of this mastermind is about giving you permission to step into your villain era, right? like to be the evil (laughs) that you are and you are not and to become the most wild and unbridled version of yourself that, that your heart is actually aching to become. So your heart is, is designed as the frequency holder, as the breath, as the heartbeat of you to continuously expand into love and self-permission to continuously expand into your most authentic version possible and my intention for you and for me during this time together is that we will once and for all release any layers of persona that don't allow us to be that and to step into full self-expression and wild opening as a way of life, as a way of living, as a living concept that we, that we understand, right? Because these programs that I teach, these group journeys that I lead are all about something that you're going to walk through and fully integrate. So you get to take it with you. It becomes a perception. It becomes a new template of awareness in you where you no longer have to question or think like, how do I take this experience that I'm having and, 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 um, transform it into living wisdom in me and get what I want as a result. That's everything that I do is about that. (laughs) Everything I do is about that because I want you to have that. And I want you to take it with you. And I want you to not have to question it anymore and never spend any more fucking time on it. Talk about wasting time, right? 
I want you to not have to do that anymore so that you can free up the consciousness and awareness in you to focus on creating something else. Because I don't like looping. That's like one of the most awful energetic and thought templates aware <laughs> that I'm aware of. Like, I just don't like it. I'm not a fan. So like, that's not what I want. Right. So your heart is designed to expand continuously. Right. And I intend that you will, after this program, be open to receiving in a constant, never ending stream of, like I mentioned, orgasmic heart opening and expanding breath. And it's going to be this sense that you have like dancing with your life, dancing with your dreamscape, dancing with reality, dancing with your existence. What happens when we don't do this? This is what I, this is what I'm feeling. And I want to tell you, like, since I've started to connect into the learning phase that we're going to be in in this program, what I've been experiencing is this feeling that's very much like heartache. Okay, so it's like I can feel my heart in my chest and I can feel it pushing a little bit. And, and what I believe and what I've been tuning into is that heartache, when we experience something in our lives that's painful or that feels like heartache. What we're actually experiencing instead of pain and sadness and sorrow and loss and something horrible that we never want to go through again, what we're actually experiencing is like touching the edges of, of a desire to push past a little bit further somebody just said a longing for it's like it's a longing for our own expansion and if we can breathe past that like you know when you take a deep breath and you just breathe a little bit further you think your lungs are full and you can't breathe anymore and then if you try you actually realize that you can second a little bit more breath like if we do that at every opportunity of that sensation, what happens after is there's this relaxing, there's this, this expanding and this bliss that happens where all of a sudden, all of the energy in your body is completely turned on and you are, you're unfolding instead of contracting. But like that breath, as I mentioned, that's the natural mechanic or mechanics of the breath. Like we only know we have to inhale because we exhaled. It's not a problem. And so I, I intend that we're going to take on that truth in us and it's going to become as natural as that. And then when we feel that in our hearts, when we have that sensation in our hearts, what we move into so quickly afterwards is this warm feeling, this like, you know, like blissful honey-like feeling where 
all of a sudden our whole body is tingling and we're just breathing and it's becoming bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger in us. And then all of a sudden after that, like we have the ability to connect to that so many more times in a day than we did the first time we felt it. And then after that, it becomes part of who we are. And eventually like we're as often as we can, this feeling is, is emanating from us like our heartbeat and where we become so full of joy and wonder and awe for life. But it's not like we have to sit around and try to feel gratitude. It's like, it's a, it's a sense. It becomes like a, a an extra sense, like a seventh sense or an eighth sense. And, you know, it's like, it becomes, um, part of our perception in a very visceral body type way. And then we take this, we take this sensation that starts to create motions in our body that starts to create perception in our body because it's so visceral. We take this sensation and we create from it, right? We create from it. We infuse it into our work. We infuse it into our relationships. We infuse it into our physical appearance, like, right? Like our energy becomes magnetic. Our energy becomes powerful. It, it, it grows into such a force that we, you know, we become like this vortex of creation and love. And when I say that outside out loud, like part of me just wants to chuckle because it sounds so fucking hippie and ridiculous. But I think if you've been following me through this conversation, like you, un, you, you can get a taste for the energy that I'm talking about, you know, it's interesting because I can only speak to it because this is, I feel it. I feel it now. <laughs> I'm like steeped in it. My intention at the beginning of the year was to connect to my savagery. All right. And when I say savagery, I want to describe what that means or what that meant to me. All right. I'm talking about a bitch. All right. I have been accused of being a bitch since I was fucking born. I mean, let's be honest. Resting bitch face, um, mean, scary, fighting, uh, you know, stories of my sister's friends, making my sister's friends cry, you know, beating up my brother's friends. My mom's friends were scared of me when I was in high school. These are like grown adults, um, people, jobs that I tried to work in the front of the house. And they, they send me to the back because people complained about me not being nice. Um, people not understanding that I was happy and always thinking that I looked angry, big periods of anger, uh, you know, just a lot of my life being improperly perceived by other people because I have this like edge to me that I didn't understand in myself, first of all, but then other people perceived it to be a certain way. Obviously it's not my problem, but I took those things on. 
right? I took those judgments on. I, I, I listened. And even though I didn't feel that way, it bothered me. These things bothered me. And at the beginning of the year, I realized that because I cared so much about those judgments of other people, um, and we all have our own versions of this, we're going to go through a process of looking at this for ourselves and releasing it from ourselves. But because I cared, I made tiny adjustments. I made tiny adjustments to my personality over and over and over. Every time I heard somebody say, why do you look so angry? I'm like, I'm not, you know? Um, And those tiny adjustments, those behavioral adjustments that were so desperate for connection and acceptance from other people because I didn't understand the purpose it served, I didn't have the wisdom that I do now, um, created behaviors in me that then created toxic patterns and then led me to decisions and choices about jobs and relationships, um, right? Investments of my time, investments of my connection in the name of love, in the name of, of expression, right? Do you see how these are all connected? <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Um, that ended me up in a place where I was so far, so deeply disconnected, so far from who I really was, that the damage it did to my system was profound, right? And so when I got to the beginning of this year and I understood that, yes, I have, I have made a lot of strides. I've changed a lot. I understand magic, okay? I want to talk to you about I want to talk to you about why this is the threshold, why the savage heart frequency is the threshold for (laughs) unbridled like majesty, because I had done so many things. I had, I understood magic last year. I did same way that I do now. Uh, I understood the templates. I understood how it worked, but yet there was still, there was still something. There was a threshold in me um, and I only could recognize it as holding back. I recognized it as dissatisfaction in connection to my desire, right? Like I wanted something and I couldn't, I couldn't get it. Not quite, not quite, just not quite, so close. Um, And there was an inability for me to feel like this profound bliss, joy, and connected connection that I knew was possible. So it had to do with like real desire. And because I understood how it worked, I understood that that I was missing something. And so what I decided was that I was going to dedicate my entire year to this theme of savagery. So what does savagery mean to me? Like to me, savagery means that like, I 
I am here to fucking slay. Like I am here to wreck fucking shop. And why do I want to wreck shop? Because I've seen shop. I'm not super impressed with shop. <laughs> I've seen reality. I see, I've seen what's out there. Like, and I love people. I love connection. I have a desire to be here having full experience, you know, living the dreamscape. And I'm totally fine with, with, uh, you know, fucking shit up. And if I really admitted to myself, if I really admitted to myself who I was, the truth is, I don't really care that much if, if people don't like me because they're not the right people. And I actually don't care if people judge me and I have things that I want to do in my life, like in an unconventional way that maybe a lot of people wouldn't agree with my relationships if I really let myself do what I want to do. Like, what if I just like came out and was like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> what if I just did that? Because I'm thinking it, right? What if it was okay that I have a really dark sense of humor? What if I actually said that out loud? Like, what if I wasn't trying to look a certain way on social media? Like, what if I was okay expressing myself, right? And what if I gave myself permission to live the life that I wanted to live right fucking now instead of working towards it, instead of figuring it out and getting there? What if I did that? And so that savagery for me was just a call to be like, fucking, I'm going to fucking burn this shit down because that's, that's me. How do I know it's me? Because that's how I feel inside. And when I connect to this, this permission in me, when I talk about allowing myself to be that, like there's this, that's when the heartache comes. That's how I know. Because my, my heart feels sad that I don't allow myself to be that because I remember that girl, you know, I remember that part of me when I was young and I remember all of the tiny adjustments that I had to make to tamp it down and to keep it quiet. And, the, and it hurts. There is that pain. There's that longing for And once I step to the other side, what I realize is that the person I am after that is actually softer, <laughs> happier, <laughs> has a smile on her face more easily, has better energy, isn't afraid, you know, like has, has the love and that connection that, that was the deeper desire underneath all the tiny adjustments. 
that's the funny thing. It's always how it works. It's like we, we pause and we contract and we hold ourselves so tight and we try to like twist ourselves into being the thing because we're afraid that if we don't do that, we're never going to get the thing. But the thing is actually always on the other side of the fear, always on the other side of the burning it down. And when I say burning it down, it's like, it's not about destroying your life. It's not about firing all your clients and telling everybody to fuck off. Like it's, it's doing it in you. Right. Exactly. So the heart has a tender breath. It whispers to us in bliss and pain. And there's, there's, and they're, they're both the same. That heartache is the indicator. So when you enter the heart realm, when you enter like the savage heart frequency, what you find is that there's a wild call for freedom, that desire for us to break free from limitation that is the exact same frequency as the essence of your soul. And because the heart is the home of the divine in us and where our soul resides, right? It's where our soul lives. Um, it ends up becoming the engine for change and love in our lives, right? It's the womb of dark creation. So this is a subtle, subtle energy, but it's a very, very, very potent and powerful energy. So everything changed for me when I said yes to this. Everything changed for me. I'm five months into the year, so this is my testimonial, <laughs> This is my testimonial. Um, everything changed for me when I said yes to this. I found the love that I was looking for and it, and it wasn't easy. Like every, at every step I had to say yes to me because it was a non-traditional um, love. It's an open relationship. I'm in a non-monogamous relationship and I had to face a fear in me every step I took. And they were all collective construct fears, fears about my ability to accept myself, to feel beautiful, to feel non-threatened, to love myself more, to be safe, to always be okay, even if it ended, to always be okay, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, right? And so every time I had to step forward into that and, and step into self-expression, it was one of those breaths that I'm talking about. And for me, for me, you do you, but for me, that has been the most expansive, beautiful, um, powerful experience I've had. Um, I desired to travel and have created that within five months and basically have the rest of my year planned out with lots of travel. Um, my work became more potent. My energy became more potent. Like I, I think that people who have followed me and even if I watch videos of myself a year ago, it's like from a delivery standpoint, I see a huge difference in me. I see a huge difference in my energy, right? Like I became more authentic. Um, my intuition came online 
in a profound way. I mean, I am at the point where all day, every day, I think something and I'm experiencing it. I mean, it's to the point where I can, I can barely hold on to how often it happens. It's like, I want to hold on to every nugget because every nugget is so crazy. And I'm like, fuck, this is a fucking trip. I'm like tripping balls. Like life is incredible. Like what the fuck? Like, that's how I feel. But then all of a sudden that second is gone and it's happening again. It's like when you're on this like really incredible high and you just want to hold on to it and savor it. But it's like every minute is like that. That to me is exactly what that breath is like that I'm talking about. That unfolding, that expansive breath where you realize or I've realized it. And we see this about like humans. It's like it's so much easier to hold on to the misery because when you are complaining and miserable or you have a low frequency in your system and you connect that it's so dense and heavy that it sticks and we want to we want to like grab something that sticks but that this high vibration that i'm living in now all although and i'm not saying that I'm not saying one's better than the other. What I'm explaining is I'm, I'm talking about the mechanics and explaining like why it's, it's, it's easier. Like it makes sense because the high, like what I'm describing about a constant state of expansion and miracles is it's like, it's like sand running through your fingers. <laughs> because it's, it fucking blows your mind over and over and over and over and over. But what, but that, when you live in that, that's the, the breath that I'm talking about. That's the constant unfolding. And that's like freedom. And that feels so good. And that is so, so, so enjoyable. And that is what we're going to be living in by the end of this time together. I feel more like myself, right? And all of my creations are activated inside of this savage heart's desire, right? And that means that it's coming from me. It's truly authentic. It is not, there's nothing contrived about it. And I have the ability to um, like hyper speed. And I'm talking about stepping from like one pretty fucking amazing reality to like profound magic like that. Because it's come because I know my desires are pure and genuine. Okay. All right. I want to talk about two things that happen, what I've discovered when life becomes so glorious and magical that we can barely believe it. <laughs> Is that we meet our joy, love, magic, comfort zone. We meet our comfort zone. That's that, that's the edge of that heartache that I was talking about. So we experience our capacity for joy in the sense that, as I mentioned, it's so much easier to take in the energy of disappointment. 
think of it as like an like a electrical output or like a an impact payload it's so much easier to process like a a muted a, a, a muted um stream of energy than like constant bursts of ignition and when i say easier i'm just talking about like logistics if your system is not set up for this that's easy that's easier but it's not what we want right we're not on that path so that's not going to cut it um that's why we are that's why we're we're savages that's why we're cool with being wild we don't need it. We don't need muted. We don't need controlled. We don't need, um, we don't need to take things in that way because we're, our system operates differently. We're fine with it. Yeah. We're off that path. We stepped off that path. That's, that's over. Right. And so over for me, it's, it's not even part of my reality anymore. So we're going to focus on changing that. Right. And then the other thing that happens is that old patterns rise up to be questioned by your desire. And when I say questioned by desire, what I mean is like, what part of you, what part of you is not willing to admit to yourself what it is that you actually want? What do you really want? What do you really want? Not what you think is responsible, not what you think sounds right. What do you really want? And it doesn't have to harm you, right? It doesn't have to be this big blowout. It doesn't have to destroy your life. So you have to pick up your the pieces and put it all back together again. That's bullshit, right? Like, I don't even do that anymore. I don't have the, I don't have the perception to see myself in that way at this point. So that's not, there's no punishment for this. We don't have to be afraid or ashamed. We're not going to get in trouble. There's no punishment. We don't have to protect ourselves from, from our wildness, from our desire. And so we're going to be looking at those two things. So I hope you're excited to be here. I know I am buzzing <laughs> with excitement about how I'm going to feel in this program. This program is all about like profound ignition, the vibration and the sensation that comes with it is so joyful. And it's so fucking powerful. So I'm really excited to take this journey with you. And I want to talk about our homework for this week. So this week we are going to be working with our intention, right? Because we always start with context and intention. And I'm also going to explain to you the way that I'm delivering my programs with the structure that I have connected to as a result of my admittance <laughs> for my permission for wild desire after I share the homework. So um, the intention and the homework, and I'm going to post this directly in the group, is for you to do some um, 
building and you can do this journaling or you can just do this through your experiences and thoughts and by sharing in the group what it is right so we, we're gonna um stake our claim on this out loud but you're going to set your intention for wild desire what are you not willing to admit to yourself that you want because you fear you will be judged and you are judging yourself that's one question where are you making yourself wrong in your desire? It's another question you need to ask and answer. Okay, where do your desires feel off and where can you see this active in your life field? That's another question, all right? And what does it mean for no part of you to be in agreement with failure or incorrectness? This is a really, really powerful question. What does that mean for you? What does that feel like in you? And then what comes after that? What comes after that? Holy fuck. What the fuck? Right? I know. Me too. Like when I, I literally get chills all the way down my spine after I say that out loud. What comes after that? Like it, it brings tears to my eyes. That's that heartache. That's that expansive breath. You, we're going to learn to recognize that as, as communication for us. Like it's time to go, <gasps> holy fuck. Look at me. Look at how powerful I am. What do I want right now? How can I connect to that? Like the joy, this is where that feeling where you feel like you've been fucking caged your whole life and trapped and you are just wanting to break free. This is the place where that feeling flips on its head and it's actually like, like flying. It's so incredible. It's, it feels so incredible to me. I can barely describe it, but that's what it is. That's what it is. And so I gave an example of this for me, right? What am I not? What was I not willing to admit to myself because I was judging myself? I'm not willing to admit to myself that I don't, I, some of these programs, when I look back at it, I just do, I feel that they, they have a frequency that was, that's no longer relevant to me not willing to admit that because I've invested my time and I'm quote unquote business owner. God damn it. Right. doesn't make sense. I'm making myself wrong in my desire to flow freely and have this feel amazing and easy and have people understand how to work with me and pay me and grow my, you know, client base and have bigger programs, bigger groups of people, in my programs, I'm making it wrong because that desire does not match up with the way I want to do business from what I've seen out there. I don't think it's going to work. I'm making myself wrong. I'm doing it wrong. And I need to do, I need to, you know, get on board and, and do it right. That's how, that's how I've been doing it. And my desires feel off. Where do my desires feel off? And where can I see this active in my life field? My desires feel off because when I sit down to build out these, these programs and understand how I do things, it's, it's like 
muddling through a swamp. It's like a mental swamp. Like I don't, the channel isn't there and it's, I'm not moving fast. It's not clicking. It's not clicking. Right. And I'm seeing this active because I'm, I'm literally experiencing this. And what does it mean for no part of me to be in agreement with failure and correctness? What it means for no part of me to be in agreement with that is for me to say, no, this is how it works for me. And I, and it's very easy for me to make this work. And no matter what, exactly the way I want to do this, I'm going to have the success and be living the dream that I want. Of course, done deal. What comes after that? What comes after that? What comes after that is that my work becomes joyful and fun and not heavy. And I, I, I have the ability to get clear. I have the ability to speak clearly. People understand how to work with me. What comes after that is what I, what I want, what I dream. That's what comes. And beyond that, like, there's like a freedom in my being. And it's my permission. It's my full acceptance. All right, everyone. I'm going to post the questions in the group. I have another call to hop on right now. I'm so excited for this. I'm so happy you're here. I cannot wait to have this experience with you all. And uh, any questions, anything you want to share, please share in the group. And um, let's do this. Bye.